You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Would you be the jerk for insisting your son cook dinner once a week? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for telling my parents and brother that if they wanted his ex removed from my wedding pictures, they had to pay for it? My brother goes through women like I go through socks. I gave him a plus one for my wedding two years ago. He brought his girlfriend of that time. When we were doing the family pictures, he wanted his girlfriend in the pictures. I said we could do some with her and some without. He got mad that I allowed my sister to have her fiancé in all the pictures, and my other brother was allowed to have his boyfriend of five years, but that I had the audacity to exclude his girlfriend of the week. My parents said that they didn't want any fighting, and to just include her. They were paying for everything, so I said fine. She isn't in all our pictures, just the ones with our family and both families. Now, my brother's engaged and we had the family over last weekend. His fiancé saw our wedding picture on the wall and got into a fight with my brother. He never told her that he had been in a serious relationship with her nemesis. He tried explaining that they only dated for a very short while. She called bullcrap because she was included in the family picture. She asked to see our wedding album. Sure enough, the girl was in multiple pictures with the family and the in-laws. My brother finally calmed her down but has asked me to take down the picture or have his ex removed. I said that it was expensive so he would have to pay for it. He tried complaining to our parents. They said that I was being childish. I reminded them that they were the ones who insisted I give in to him. I said they were welcome to pay for the editing. They said I was a jerk and that they already paid for the pictures once. I mean the bottom line is if it's something that bothers them and doesn't bother you and it's your wedding photos, then yeah, they're the ones that should have to pay up for it. I mean, in the moment, you try to warn them even if they were too, I don't know, proud or afraid to face the reality that that relationship may not work out, which clearly it didn't. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my wife I hate her new job? My wife, 37-year-old female, and I, 38-year-old male, have been married for 12 years and have three kids, 10, 8, and 6. During the pandemic, my wife's job allowed her to switch to 100% work from home. They never required her to go back to the office because her productivity actually increased, so there was no need. It made things easier for us too. I dropped the kids off at school and daycare in the morning, and she picked them up in the afternoon. She was able to keep up with a few things around the house during the day. We saved on gas and car maintenance, etc. A few months ago, she was contacted by a recruiter about a job. It would be a nice step up in her career path, as well as a boost in pay. But there were drawbacks. The company had no work-from-home policy and would require her to work in the office. This was apparently non-negotiable. It would also be a 45-minute commute for her. We talked it over a lot and I expressed my concerns about how this would impact our daily lives. I told her that I don't necessarily think that the bump in pay is worth the major changes to our daily lives, not to mention the stress that a long commute can have on people and that could impact their mood and how they interact at home. 
She assured me that everything would be fine and that we would adjust as a family and soon the new routine would just become our normal. I told her that I would never tell her not to take the job, but I just don't know if it's worth the changes that it's going to bring. Ultimately, the decision was hers and she accepted the new job. She's been there for about 10 weeks now. To say it's been an adjustment is an understatement. She wakes up and leaves before the kids even get up. She'll help get a few things ready for them before she goes, but the entire morning kid routine is on me. I also do both drop off and pick up for all the kids too. Evenings have been a huge mess because I get home and try to get the kids distracted while I start dinner. When my wife gets home, she's usually stressed from the drive. Her commute has turned into over an hour due to construction and traffic and takes 15 minutes for herself to calm down before eating alone. Then, after dinner, she's going to bed earlier because she has to wake up earlier. I told her that I feel her new job has put an unfair amount of household and childcare duties on me and that she's being far less present in our lives when she's home. She told me that we just need to give it more time to adjust and things will get easier. I told her that 10 weeks is a pretty good adjustment period and I hate it so far. She told me I'm being an unsupportive jerk and I need to give it more time. I just know if I were in OP's position and the dynamics of everything changed so much, I would feel like you have a very valid platform to raise your concerns. I mean, I would obviously like to see more work towards potential solutions, but if it was the husband who worked all day, came home, took 15 minutes to himself and then ate dinner alone, I feel like a lot of people would rip them apart just for like abandoning their family or whatever. With the new money, you might be able to use some of it to take care of the kids a little bit easier or meal prep or something. But if there's no free time or time to socialize with your partner anymore, I can't blame somebody for saying, hey, this sucks. Our next story is, am I the jerk for agreeing with the school when they dress coded my daughter and not fighting it? This is about my youngest. I would like to start off by saying the dress code is very reasonable. The rule is don't see undergarments, and this affects the guys more than the girls. The pants not being held up, boxers are seen thing. I have three kids and the older two have never been dress coded. Now, my daughter came home and she was in her gym clothes since she got dress coded. It came with a school email and a picture of the shirt. They took the picture after my daughter changed and it was a swim top cover up. It's sheer. This makes complete sense to me why she was dress coded. She got a warning and that was that. Now, my daughter and oldest daughter are ticked that I didn't stick up for her. My sister is now on my butt since the kids told her, and they all think I'm a jerk. So, outside opinions on this? Depending on what they had underneath, I can kind of really understand why they would dress code that. I mean, if they had just like a sports bra or something underneath, then even if a guy showed up wearing that, he'd probably be bound to get dress coded, right? I don't think OP's unreasonable. Our next story is, am I the jerk for calling the cops on a toddler? My husband and I live in a detached home in a densely populated city. Although the homes are detached, they're very close together, less than a foot apart, walk-up style homes. Our bedroom's in the back of the house and has a balcony overlooking our small yard. Because of the proximity of the houses, our balcony is right next to our neighbor's similar balcony and is also overlooking their small yard. We've lived here for about three years and have never had noise issues with the neighbors because everyone is sensitive to the proximity of the houses. This includes a bunch of college-age guys who used to live in the house prior to the current renters who would often have bonfires and listen to music but were always respectful of sleeping hours. A young family with a kid who's about two years old moved in a few months ago. 
We met the parents and they seemed really nice. As soon as they moved in though, they started taking their screaming toddler outside to play every morning as soon as he wakes. Since then, we've been woken up every single morning, including weekends, between 6.30 to 7.30 a.m. to a screaming toddler right outside our bedroom door. We haven't said anything and have tried getting a loud noisemaker and insulating the exterior door with soundproof insulation, but the kids' shrieks are still impossible to sleep through. I'm pregnant and I'm having a hard time sleeping and I'm generally exhausted all the time, so this is driving me crazy. This morning, we were woken up at about 6.30. I decided to poke my head out the door and politely asked my neighbor, the kid's mom, if she wouldn't mind waiting until a little later to start playtime outside. I explained that I was pregnant, the location of our bedroom, and that we'd tried other noise reduction options with no success. The mom flipped out on me. She told me I was insane for complaining about a toddler, that I was going to be a bad mom for not giving grace to people with kids that I needed to get used to it and was generally yelling at me in front of her kid. She also said she was going to start bringing the kid outside even earlier now. Her husband came out and also started yelling at me, to the point where I couldn't hear them because they were yelling at the same time. I told them it was nothing against their kid but that I needed to be able to sleep. When I realized that they were incapable of having a civil conversation, I told them I was going to have to put in a noise complaint. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. They told me I was the jerk for calling the police on a two-year-old. I called my mom and she agrees it's rude to call the police on young parents, but I feel like I'm going insane without sleep. I also worry that when my baby's born in a few months, my newborn will be woken up by their screaming toddler. The police came and the neighbors didn't answer the door, so the cops told me there was nothing they could do but to call back if it keeps happening. Am I the jerk? I feel like maybe OP's the jerk only just for the sense that they're probably wasting police resources, because I almost sincerely doubt that there's anything the police are really going to do about a crying baby. Unless there's like signs of clear neglect going on, which going outside and having playtime in the morning is not neglecting your child, they're probably not going to go, hey, silence your toddler. I think the only way it works out is if they're explicitly outside before whatever your noise ordinance hours are, if you can catch the police then. But I kind of wish you the best of luck on that. This next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to attend my sister's destination wedding? My sister, 28-year-old female, recently announced that she's having a destination wedding in a tropical paradise. Sounds amazing, right? Well, here's the catch. She expects everyone to pay for their own travel and accommodations. Now I, 32-year-old female, love my sister and want to support her, but attending the wedding would be a huge financial burden for me. I've been saving up for a down payment on a house, and the cost of the trip would set me back significantly. When I told my sister that I couldn't afford to go, 
She got really upset and accused me of not caring about her happiness. She even said that I'm being selfish for prioritizing my financial goals over her big day. I tried explaining my situation and suggesting alternative ways to celebrate her wedding, like throwing her a local reception or helping with wedding planning, but she wasn't having any of it. Yesterday, I found out that she'd been telling our extended family, who were also going to the wedding, that I'd refused to pay for my share and told her that she was a snobby brat for making everyone pay for themselves to go to her wedding. My phone has been blowing up with texts and calls either defending me or calling me rude, a brat, or selfish. Now I'm feeling guilty and torn. On one hand, I don't want to miss my sister's special day, but on the other hand, I don't want to sacrifice my financial stability. Am I the jerk for refusing to attend her destination wedding? Yeah, I don't think OP's the jerk at all, despite how shamed they're making them feel. I mean, now they might be the jerk for saying you're a snobby brat, but I mean, honestly, even that's kind of understandable when they're being told, how dare you put your financial goals and your financial security over my wedding? I feel like it becomes a little bit more acceptable to say, well, that's kind of a snobby brat attitude. This next story is, am I the jerk for suspending my daughter's allowance? I, 37-year-old male, have two children. My son who's 13 and my daughter who's 15. My wife was the one who came up with the names for our kids, as I never had strong opinions on a baby name. My wife decided to name our son after her great-grandfather. I never questioned it and never bothered to learn more about him, which, looking back, was probably a mistake. A few months ago, our son was at a party with his friends from baseball, and they were sharing TikToks with each other. One of the boys shared a TikTok about an almost name. Basically, like it sounds, what your parents almost named you? One of my son's friends asked about my son's names and he mentioned who he was named after. The boy decided to type the name into Google and was scrolling through results until he found something interesting. My wife's great-grandfather was a state legislator in the southern US before the civil rights era. As you may have guessed from that, he was a segregationist and voted in favor of bills to maintain segregation. When we picked up our son from the party, he started to yell at us and we had to calm him down. He asked why we would name him after a bad guy like his great-grandpa. This started some arguing in the car and when we got home later that night, we discussed it. Our son told us he talked to his friends and he was changing his name. And that was final. My wife was a bit upset. She grew up here in the south where I'm originally from a hippie little town in New England. My wife has become a lot more accepting since we met but this was still a bit hard for her. She eventually accepted it though and moved on. We now refer to a name chosen by our son with the help of his friends, his classmates at school have started to use it, and while he's had some issues it hasn't been terrible. One of my son's friends is a trans boy and he had it worse, though my son and his other friends always work on protecting the boy from bullying. My son's new name is one he's proud of and named after someone he looks up to. Recently he got some items with his new name, like a men's necklace and a sign in his room. The issue is, a few days after he got the items with his new name, which was two weeks ago, our daughter went and ruined them by breaking the chain on the necklace and banging his sign. Our daughter doesn't like the name change, saying her brother is just being a sensitive zoomer and something about boys being too weak these days. Our daughter has said edgy stuff like this in the past year or so, even when we condemn her. As a result of the damage, my wife and I told her we were suspending her allowance until the price of the damages were paid back. Our daughter is saying we're being unfair to her and has apologized for what she did. My wife went on her Facebook mom's group to ask for help 
and most of the moms agreed we were too hard on her. Am I the jerk? Now you want to talk about sensitive and too weak, this Facebook moms group sounds sensitive and too weak. I mean, the allowance I think is fair enough, but I would be worried most about what social media stuff they're getting into. Let's be real, most 15 year olds are on TikTok. I'd be curious about what kind of stuff is going across their For You page. I'm not saying that 100% social media is the reason she's acting this way, but it certainly can help influence it. This next story is, am I the jerk for not inviting any of my siblings to my wedding? So I'm, 23 year old female, getting married in a few months, and I have a few significantly older siblings, 34 year old female, 36 year old male, and two 38 year old males. All of them are now married, and since I was a teen, when they got married and they had a child-free wedding, I wasn't invited to any of their weddings. My oldest sibling first had a child-free wedding, and then the others decided to follow. When my oldest brother got married, I was 10. So sure, I kind of got not inviting me, but I was still extremely upset. My oldest brother got married to a woman I really love, and I can't even witness it? The other brother got married when I was 12. So again, sure, get not inviting a 12-year-old, but I was a very well-behaved child, and again, his sibling. My sister got married when I was 15. At first, she didn't want a child-free wedding, but all of the family members convinced her because, oh my god, it's so refreshing to be in a wedding where children don't bring havoc. So she decided for a cutoff to be 16. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And when I asked, can I be a one exception since I'm 15 and your sister, she said no with a very serious tone. If we make an exception for you, what about other children? It's not fair. I got upset and screamed that what is not fair is not participating in any of my siblings' weddings. My parents got upset with me and grounded. And lastly, my brother got married when I was 17. At that point, I didn't care. I knew there was going to be a child-free wedding and that once again I'm not invited. I didn't ask, beg, my step-cousin who just turned 18 just made the cut, and I didn't. Well, as I said I didn't care, sent a quick, congrats, and that's it. My parents got furious on why I didn't even congratulate them. I just ignored them and spent all the time in my room with my now soon-to-be husband. Since I'm getting married, I decided none of them are going to be there, since I wasn't allowed to be there too. When they didn't get the invitations, they all came to my house and demanded to know why they didn't get one. I simply explained, you didn't want me in your wedding, I don't want you in mine. I explained how hurt I was that I was not able to see any of my siblings get married and they should experience the same. They said that the weddings had alcohol, so they didn't want any young impressionable kids there. And I said all I wanted was to be included in the wedding part. I didn't care about the after party. Mom then started screaming again about how unfair I am and how she wants all of her kids to be together on that beautiful day. Ironic. But I'm not backing down. I firmly believe in not inviting them. Am I the jerk? I don't really blame OP because I know if I were in their situation and I really wanted to be invited to these weddings, 
Being one year off the age limit would be such a dumb reason to stick to. I mean, it almost certainly seems like they just didn't want you there. It's such a sad excuse for them to offer up the measly, well, there's alcohol there, so we didn't want impressionable minds around. Oh, so that's why all the 16-year-olds were fine, but OP being 15, just too impressionable. Our next story is, would I be the jerk for canceling Christmas? I, 31-year-old female, am tired of planning vacations for my ungrateful husband, 33-year-old male, and his twin. My husband and I have been together for seven years and married for three months. We both work high-stress jobs with high incomes and no children. We're frugal and spend our money on savings and trips. In our relationship, I plan our retirement, keep track of finances, host friends and family, arrange gifts, make appointments, and plan our vacations. We travel a lot. For his part, he does laundry and cooks and does the dishes more than me. He gets along well with everyone and is the more easygoing one. On our trips, I've asked my husband to help me with tasks, ranging from helping me plan beforehand to finding an Uber. He usually ignores me until it's too late and I have to make the decision or he makes mistakes. Getting an Uber to the wrong place or forgetting beach towels I asked him to bring. Mistakes aren't a big deal, but he places the blame for them on me. The issue is not new to us. For our wedding, I did 99% of the planning and he promised in return that he would plan a honeymoon. Right before the wedding, he looked up a Costco package that was almost twice as expensive as we'd agreed to spend, and that didn't have guaranteed spots. What I really wanted him to do was not to find an all-inclusive, unaffordable trip that we didn't go on, but do something that was tailored to us. My husband also has a twin brother that often comes along with us. Like my husband, his twin doesn't help plan, and he had never thanked me for planning trips for us. He behaves like coming on trips is a gift to me. Outside of this, I've tried to be his friend, but I feel no reciprocity. I get him gifts for his birthday and holidays, text and call him and include him, i.e. asking him if he wants me to write his name on a Mother's Day card when he hasn't helped pick a gift. Right now, we're all on a flight back from Hawaii, where I researched hotels and flights, put together a schedule, booked hikes and dinners, rented a car, etc. When I brought up the fact that they complained a lot and never said thank you, My brother-in-law said that he told me the sunset was nice, and that is the same as a thank you. When I told this to my husband and explained how upset I am with both of them for not helping me, not yelling, but definitely not in a calm way, he told me to freak myself. My husband also said that if I cancel future trips, that I'm no longer invited to my in-laws Thanksgiving, the one thing his mom plans. I've already planned and booked an elaborate three-week Christmas trip to Italy for the three of us, They say they want to go while doing nothing, but I just feel exhausted. At this point, I'm considering canceling it entirely, canceling my own portion, or canceling one or both of their portions and going solo. Would I be the jerk if I took one of those paths? I don't think OP would be the jerk, because at some point, when they just leave everything on your shoulders and give you no help, no indication of anything they'd like to do, and especially no appreciation... I can imagine it's pretty tiring after a while. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my wife to stop hovering over our living son because of our deceased one? I, 39-year-old male, have been married to my wife, 39, for 13 years. We had two children together, Sean, who would have been 19, and Marcus, who's 14. Almost three years ago, we allowed Sean to go on a camping trip with some friends, During this, he was injured pretty badly by jumping into water that was not meant to be messed around in. We lost him after a few days. 
My wife and I blamed ourselves, but specifically my wife. Since this, Marcus has been in arm's reach of my wife 24-7. He rarely goes out with friends, he's rarely unsupervised, which is just not good for a 14-year-old boy. Marcus finally argued back, said he really wanted to go out fishing with his friends and friend's dad and didn't see a reason why he couldn't go. My wife shut it down immediately, said absolutely not, and that if he wanted to go out, he'd have to wait a day when one of us was off work. After Marcus left the room, I spoke to my wife and told her that maybe it wasn't such a bad idea him going since his friend's dad would be there. She said no, he just couldn't and not to undermine her. I told her she needed to start letting Marcus have a life and she needed to stop hovering over him just because she lost Sean. My wife completely blew up on me crying, saying she could be as overprotective as she wanted. She was his mother and I had no right to say that because I'm as aware as her that the world is too dangerous. She then told me not to even mention this idea to Marcus because it was a big solid no. She since seems to be avoiding me and just hiding away in her office. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk here because I agree with what OP said. I completely understand her fears and her motivations for saying no, but yeah, he's gotta be able to have life experiences and live his own life too. This next story is, am I the jerk for insisting my son cook dinner once a week? I, 43 year old female, have two sons, Adam 17 and James 15. Adam showed an interest in cooking from a young age and is very talented. He makes dinner for the family two to three times a week because he enjoys it and it gives him an opportunity to try new recipes. I generally cook the rest of the time, unless it's summer and my husband insists on grilling every day. James was not particularly interested in learning to cook. I did try to teach him the kitchen basics and he can make himself a sandwich and simple things, but he'd rather grab an apple than make himself a meal. A few months back, James began asking Adam in the afternoons to make him a snack something homemade, and sometimes you'll do it if he's in the mood, but more often than not he's bothered by the daily requests. I asked James why he can't make a sandwich or have a snack. We always have things like hummus, yogurt, pita, sliced veggies, salsa and chips. I make baked goods often, a good array of decent snacks. He could make a smoothie, there's always frozen fruit, but he said Adam is just better at it and he doesn't know how to make it as good. I felt this was a sign I dropped the ball. So I decided that James would take over making the family dinner once a week. It didn't have to be fancy, but it had to be at least somewhat balanced and filling. For example, yesterday he made grilled cheese sandwiches, a salad, and tomato soup with a side of cut strawberries. A very simple but good meal. Packaged soups and things are fine as long as that's not all. I help him with the meal planning and then I would work at the dining room table nearby in case he needed help. He hasn't enjoyed this, but I've still kept on it because it's a really important life skill. Feeding yourself isn't optional. He's been complaining to my mother, his grandma, and she's been calling me to tell me I've let a punishment go on too long. But it's not meant to be that, it's life skill training. And I was very clear with James that this was a permanent change, not a temporary punishment. But she made me feel like an absolutely terrible mother forcing unpleasant chores on my children. I tried to point out that my own brother is a grown man that lives on takeout because she never taught him to cook, and I didn't want that to be James one day. She hung up on me. My husband is in full support of our new routine, but still. Nothing takes you down a peg like being yelled at by your mother, so I'm looking for some other opinions. Is it really that bad? 
I don't think what OP is doing is bad at all. It's definitely really important to know how to cook for yourself. Honestly, growing up, I was never really taught that myself. They may not realize it now and they may hate every second of it or at least put up a fight, but at some point they'll be grateful for having that knowledge and the skill set. Our next story is, am I the jerk for thinking my daughter should get husband's daughter's old room? I, female 38, have been with my husband 41 for 5 years, married for a couple of months now. I have two daughters, 14 and 12. My husband has a daughter who passed away 8 years ago. Her room is still the same, he never changed anything or took anything out. My daughters and I were living in an apartment before we moved in with my now husband. My daughters have to share a room. The house has three bedrooms but because his daughter's room still has everything in it, my daughters share. I think it's fine he keeps some of his daughter's stuff, but I think it's ridiculous to keep her whole room, especially considering it's been eight years. Today, I decided to ask if he would consider getting rid of some of his daughter's stuff so both girls get their own room. He got upset and said I was insensitive for expecting him to get rid of his daughter's stuff. I told him it's been eight years and I'm not expecting him to get rid of everything, just enough so both girls have their own room. He got mad and said he thinks he made a mistake marrying me because I'm an insensitive jerk and it shouldn't matter how long it's been. I mean, I can't really blame OP here when it's been eight years since she passed away. Like, I understand why you leave it the way it is, but especially at some point when you marry and you have new kids in the house, you can't just keep going on forever. The only reason why OP may be the jerk here is being with this guy for five years and thinking that somehow thinking that marriage was going to change things and that they'd clear that room right out. I mean, you had to see it coming for a while, right? And it just didn't seem to be properly addressed. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.